And welcome to Music for Life Radio, where we transform your BS, or better known as belief systems. I am Judith Pinkerton, a licensed music therapist, as well as a mother, wife, daughter, sister, friend, and founder of Music for Life. Oh, in all of those roles, I am delighted that you have joined me as we explore together this month's new theme of checking your bucket list before the fall begins. There is a remarkable website I want to steer you to. And by the way, this website is not connected to Music for Life in any way. I just happen to love what the owner puts out there for us to consume. Her website is www.personalexcellence.co. The link to her website is on the website where I do all my radio show commentary at musicforlifeblog.com. And that link is on this talk show screen. The link to her website at personalexcellence.co lists 101 things to consider adding to your bucket list to do yet this month before fall arrives. So there's some real interesting things to do that she's recommended. And what I like is how she's talked about, you know, just when we're caught up in the flurry of day-to-day activities, Do you ever feel like your days are just passing you by without anything tangible happening that you can speak of? Like, what did you accomplish in the past three months? Or what are your upcoming goals for the next three months? Looking at the things that you did and the things you're planning to do next, do they mean anything to you if you were to die today? Having a bucket list reminds you of what's really important. You can act on them. Even if you frequently live by goals or to-do lists, they're probably framed within a certain social context like I'm going to see a performance or I have a career or a health health considerations context. It's a forum to set anything and everything you've ever wanted to do, whether it's big or small or random. So it's like planning ahead all the highlights you want for your entire life, even though Goal setting is already a staple activity for many of us. She still finds many new things to do while she writes her own list. It's an incredible, insightful exercise. If you even just type in Google uh, search looking for bucket list ideas, you'll come up with, you know, a thousand different ways uh, to consider um, different events, different things to do that, really resonate with you and as she was emphasizing they can be large they can be small you know something that becomes memorable for you that you want to make sure that you do if you were to die tomorrow or later today so during this show we'll focus on some of those 100 things that she lists as well as music that connects us with others we'll explore options and tolerance levels how much we're connected to that situation, that bucket list item, or our love for that other person. So to help us explore this journey today, I want to welcome a very special guest to discuss our decisions about toleration or embracing the music of others in order to strengthen our love connection. And we'll also look at his bucket list as well. Dr. Dennis Burkhart is a retired chiropractor embarking now on his fifth career. He's enjoyed his time in various career paths, including being a purchasing agent for multiple nutritional manufacturers, 
sports official for a variety of sports, refereeing and umpiring, from kiddo age to the World Series, teaching K through 12 on a variety of different topics and subjects, and now he is CEO here at Music for Life. Dennis, welcome to Music for Life Radio. Thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> I know you recently embarked on a on a bucket list item uh, where you took a major trip, you know, cross-country against all odds to connect with family. Can you tell, share with us more what that was like for you as a bucket list item? Well, I hadn't been back to my home area for a number of years and felt the need and the pull to go back and reconnect with my mom and dad and my sisters and one that had just recently relocated back there and visit some friends that I hadn't seen for a number of years that I were my best friends in high school and college. And so I spent two great weeks reconnecting with everybody back in the Midwest. You know, that's usually a, a time period that is, you know, hard to do, to to get two weeks off, especially when, you know, you own your own business or, you know, I've got so many to-dos on your business or whatever that's like to be able to schedule two weeks. And then um, that was that didn't include your travel time, right? So it was actually longer than that that you tacked on to be able to just – um, transport yourself differently? Yeah, I was gone probably over 21 days total with driving time. I decided instead of flying because of all the places I wanted to go to that I needed to drive. So I drove from Nevada to Iowa and back in a circuitous route where I put on over 4,000 miles. Wow. I think goodness you had a car that could do that, right? <laughs> Some of us have a car where it's like, oh, it's good for town, you know, but for maybe going out of town, maybe not so. <laughs> um, so what, you know, as we kind of work through connecting with family, there's always um, this challenge of music um, and what our loved ones may enjoy from music we may not think so much of. And so it can, you know, build tension or it can strengthen the love connections. So when you look at um, the connections that you had, for instance, with your mom and dad, what was surprising to you about what they were connecting with that you just had no clue they were doing? Well, they've gotten into watching old-time TV on some of the channels on their on their cable or satellite they were watching shows that we watched 40, 50 years ago. They were watching The Long Ranger and Bonanza and Roy Rogers, things I grew up with, but it was surprising that they were choosing to watch those over new reality TV series. Wow. So we've um, actually got on the musicforlifeblog.com uh, website the music links for our listeners, when you click on, and well, first of all, when you look at that website, you'll see that we have the themes from two of those shows, which is the Bonanza 
theme and the Lone Ranger theme. And we know that the Lone Ranger theme is better known as the William Tell Overture by Rossini. Um, and so the, the memory associations that go along with that, I'm sure that now when you listen to the Lone Ranger theme or the William Tell Overture, you may be thinking of your parents actually watching the Lone Ranger TV shows on a regular basis since you've recently been there. Yes. So it gave me when, new appreciation for listening to that. I've always liked the William Tell Overture and always had a couple of other things that were related picture-wise mentally for me, but now I can picture my parents sitting in their chairs watching the TV show. <laughs> yeah, and then the Bonanza theme, also kind of the same connection. You may not hear it as often as you do with the William Tell Overture, um, but the the same kind of thing. And I, I, I'm wondering, too, with um, music preferences, knowing just those TV shows were a delight for them. Um, they probably have their own music preferences, too. Did you find that similar to the TV shows that their music preferences were dated as well? Yes. Uh, we tended to use my parents' car because it was easier for them to get in and out of because my dad has a full-size uh, pickup truck, four-door, and they have satellite radio, and his station was tuned to an old country western station. So we heard a lot of uh, 40s, 50s, and 60s country music. Wow. So this is really typical of uh, the way that we tend to stay stuck in the music that reflects the generation, or I should say the decade, where we were really flourishing and successful and doing well and, you know, kind of at the the peak of living life. Um, It's interesting how we kind of stay stuck in that music. Do you feel that that's what's happened for them? Yeah, I think they, uh, you know, it takes them back, especially at their age now, to them growing up beginning life as adults, and so it takes them back to the times that uh, that they can remember happier times and being able to get around and functioning at a, probably a higher level than what they're able to now because of, of their age. Yeah. So another thing to for our listeners to reflect on that when you start noticing the music that, for instance, your parents, um, enjoy as they continue to age and possibly have aging problems crop up that could be dementia, Alzheimer's, um, not being able to really connect in life or with people as they used to, that music um, operating from our central nervous system can open up um, memories, open up connections to our loved ones. And so it's really important to know what music our loved ones um, embrace um, because you may have to resort to using that music in order to make a connection with them if they were to ever um, be in a functioning place where they don't connect easily with with you. So it's really a, a good thing to put on your bucket list, actually, to find out what is the music of your loved ones so that you know 
in dire circumstances what you can connect through to reach them. Um, so this is this is great information. I know that for me, I've got on our blog talk um, dot com music for life blog talk or excuse me music for life blog dot com two more listings of music because I was also remembering my association with my parents, in particular my mother. She loves uh, the Bach Double Violin Concerto, and it seems that every time that we all get together for a family reunion, that that music is always at the core of a family reunion where uh, my brother and I will whip out our violins and we'll play it for her. (laughs) And there was even one time where um, I was the only one that was there and I had a Music Minus One CD that had the other violin playing on the CD and I played my own part and surprised my dad, who no longer um, plays the violin uh, all the time because of an injury that he had to one of his fingers. And so I, I surprised him with saying, here, you get to play this the Bach double violin concerto with me. And, and he's like, I could see the fear in his eyes, like, oh, I can't do that because of my finger. And I'm like, no, all you have to do is just push play on the CD. <laughs> that was his part. And his part started playing, and then I came in. Um, but the traditional version that I've got as a link on that musicforlifeblog.com site uh, shows a very traditional, um, uh, boy, this was probably set in maybe the 50s, uh, when Yehudi Minuan and David Oystock were um, dueling it out with the Bach Double Violin Concerto. Um, and it shows the traditional way of playing it. And for those of us that may not resonate with the music of our parents, so Dennis, I heard you maybe um, suggesting when we were talking before the show that uh, the music that your parents preferred didn't completely resonate with you. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, some of the styles I enjoy, but not on a continuous diet. And so... There was no versatility as far as being able to listen to other music, or I didn't have the opportunity to listen to other music. We stayed strictly with that style of music, and after a while it got kind of monotonous and boring where I would have preferred switching styles and really didn't have a preference as to what style, whether it was classical, jazz, rock, whatever, but just a different style of music. Yeah, so did you ever suggest to them to listen to something different or you just put up with it? Nope, I just felt knew that they that's what my dad enjoyed and so I was back there to be with them and make sure that they were enjoying themselves and so I just went ahead and put up with it or tolerated it and nothing, there no issues came out of it. Oh, Okay. So it's interesting for our listeners to notice that when you want to make real positive connections with loved ones, you know, that when when they start playing the music of their choice, that you do have a built-in tolerance level for, okay, I know how much this means to you. I'm willing to go there. I'll balance my diet out later and listen to something else that I prefer to, you know, but right now my, my goal and my job is just to connect with you. And if that's through your music, that's good. Um, and it, it actually helps to build those bridges 
and to help you remember, too, what music resonates with them should the time come when you really need to remember what music resonates with them. So thinking of um, other things that that we need to do for that balanced diet, uh, there's another link on the musicforlifeblog.com for a contemporary version of the Bach Double Violin Concerto. So sometimes um, I get tired of listening to the Bach Double Violin Concerto because I've just played it so many times and heard it so many times that I really uh, like listening to the version, the arrangement done by a trio of musicians called Time for Three. And they do this real jazzy version of the Bach Double Violin Concerto. And it just, for me, satiates just looking at it differently and really tossing it up. And, um, you know, for somebody else, it might provoke anxiety because it's, it's really fast and real jazzy. Um, and then there could be for those of you that you'll resonate with it like I do, where it's just it's fun. And this video shows them on stage playing. So it's two violins and a bass player that are just rocking it out. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of fun to watch just their interactions with each other because they've got it totally memorized and they're just playing off each other. It's just it's fabulous to watch. So you can look at how you can change up your diet um, so that when your tolerance of having to listen to other people's music because you want to strengthen your love connections with them, that you've got something else to pull out uh, just to balance that diet and know that you're not disrespecting anybody. You're just making sure that you're keeping yourself balanced too so that your tolerance level is is completely in place when you listen to other things that your loved ones want to listen to. <laughs> so as we look at our bucket list ideas, Dennis, um, I know that you took the time, actually, to go through all 101 things that this Celeste Chua on her website suggested. Was there anything that you read where you went, oh, yeah, I'd really like to do that, as a matter of fact? Was there anything that sparked your attention? Yeah, actually, there were a couple things. The, the big one was uh, hiking the Inca Trail in South where America. Where did that start? Oh, what what country does it start in? Uh, I didn't find out exactly where it started, but I know you have to uh, get a certified guide in order to be able to even do it and be down there. But um, I didn't investigate far enough into uh, what uh, what trail it started on or where exactly it started. But that was one of the things that interested me. Uh, another one was possibly learning to speak another language. I took Japanese for a while, but I would almost like to learn German since that's my heritage. And um, there was a couple of other things that, uh, you know, look kind of interesting. Some of the stuff that she has posted there I've done, you know, as far as trying something, you know, like uh, snorkeling. I've snorkeled. Uh, that was exciting. Maybe scuba diving is the next step to go. Uh, different things like that, you know, uh, riding in a hot air balloon and a helicopter, uh, two things that would be interesting are already skydive, so maybe even a hang glider or a glider of some type. Yeah, so. and I'm, you know, and there's, there's sports-related stuff here, too, the big thing like a marathon or a triathlon. Does that interest you at all? 
Nope, those things, maybe if I was on my motorcycle, a marathon might interest me, or a triathlon on my motorcycle, but mm-hmm. uh, not not for running. Uh, taking up a new sport or hobby, uh, something to do with archery would be interesting, and not necessarily even for hunting purposes, just for, for something to, you know, another aspect of uh, like that, uh, use it, learning how to use a crossbow. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're also saying learn a strategy game, you know, find find different games. And I know that uh, Luminosity does it in order to also build brain power. Um, if anybody's a Pandora listener, <laughs> there's always that commercial. If you've got the free Pandora that comes on to remind you that you can strengthen your brain by um, connecting with Luminosity and, and playing those games. Um you know, it's interesting. Some of the things were like really small that surprised me that it that it would be on the bucket list. And uh, one of them was give a heartfelt surprise to someone. And I remember <laughs> that we did. Yeah, that, that's uh, one that uh, I didn't necessarily agree with. We've been there and done that. Yeah. 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 Um, I was pretty sure my mom was going to have a heart attack. When that happens, it's like, okay, no more surprises for you. I'll have to find somebody else to surprise uh, with um, showing up when she thought we were in another state, um, state of mind and physical state. Uh, let's see here. There's another one here called Be a Mentor to Someone. Um, teaching is one of the most rewarding things that we can do. So mentoring, um, pursuing your passion. So you know, she's got some ideas on her website about how to look for your passion, how to grow your passion. We have past radio shows, too, that have looked at building your passion as well. Um, she's talking about starting your own business and um, singing to an audience. Oh, my goodness. You know, there's doing volunteer work. Um, it's It's interesting because you think of, some of these things I wouldn't have thought of as a bucket list item, um, yeah, but it's something um, doing I, volunteer you know, work getting kind of uh, that was kind of interesting for a bucket list item and stuff. I kind of think of bucket list things are like itching things that I haven't done that really resonate and, and touch me rather than touching somebody else. But maybe that's uh, another way of looking at it: is how can I make a difference in the world? Yeah, because it's like, exactly, and I think that as people get older, they're starting to look at how they can make a difference, you know, have their life have some meaning to it, making a difference in this world. Um, So one of the bucket list number 76 says start a movement on a cause that you believe in. So that would potentially be um, a volunteer activity. So really looking at, you know, what, what cause could you really be motivated to, to do something about. So Gandhi has a quote here that says, be the change you want to see in the world. So if, if there's something that you would like to see change that you don't care for, turn it around and, and look for where somebody's doing something to change it and what you could do to support them in making that change. That's, that's really interesting. That might spur some ideas for some of our listeners. Um, Let's see. Bury the passion with people. Crazy and out of character. That for some people, that's yeah, but, getting totally out of their comfort zone, 
and that's uh, very hard to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as uh, instead of complaining about something, looking at seeing what you can do to change it? No, this is on her bucket list. Do something completely crazy and out of character. So if you have your set routine that you're doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, do something that goes totally opposite that or just totally outside the box that you would have never thought about doing. I mean, maybe you haven't resonated with grandkids for a long time. Maybe you go to a daycare and spend the day with kids at the daycare helping out. Mm-hmm. True, and then that just creates those memories of, can you believe that we did that? Yeah. Yeah. So for those that um, might be uh, feeling actually more sad from some of these conversations because uh, we've been talking about making connections with loved ones and you might have had recently a loved one who has passed or has serious illness, I want you to know that we have a sacred rhythms drum circle coming up this Thursday where we honor connections with our loved ones merging drumming rhythms um, in order to really embrace those that, who have passed or may be ill. And I will actually be facilit- facilitating it and guiding you into embracing life with them and encourage you to bring memorabilia of your loved ones to share in the circle. So if you're interested in that, you can go to our uh, link that is on the musicforlifeblog.com to find out more information about the program and um, being able to attend this Thursday. So when we look at burying the hatchet with people whom you've had conflicts with in the past, sometimes it's difficult to release, you know, that's a bucket item, sometimes it's difficult to release that conflict, that emotional tension. And we have just the answer for you. We have music medicine pills. So if you're noticing that it's hard to release, anger or anxiety or depression or sadness about an event that occurred with somebody, um, I encourage you to check out um, our mentalfitness.musicforlife.us website and look at um, the Music Medicine Boot Camp. Uh, You can see the UNLV TEDx talk um, that I did called Music Powers Potential, Building Mental Fitness, to look at your listening habits and how they actually might be fueling your unsettledness rather than shifting you out of it. One thing I've noticed about clients is that when they are in a chronic unsettled comfort zone, they don't know they're there. And they don't know that the music that they're listening to is actually fueling their stress rather than dissipating it. And when we have significant stress, we don't even know that we have stress because we built such a resilience or tolerance of it. We don't even know how much stress is there. Uh, We may notice that we just have all of this um, tension and it just never seems to go away or we cry at the drop of a hat or easily during movies or connecting with somebody. So I just urge you to go to our website, check in with Music for Life and see how we might be able to support you in shifting your BS, shifting your belief system. Dennis, in our short minute that we've got here, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners no, just uh, go out and uh, do something different. You know, if it's only one item that you have on your bucket list, go out and do it. But uh, just 
don't sit on the couch and vegetate. Go out and do something exotic and exciting. <laughs> Thank you, Dennis, for sharing your bucket list and the music you use to connect with loved ones on Music for Life Radio. It's been a joy to have you on the radio show. Thank you. You've been listening to Music for Life with Judith Pinkerton, where we transform BS, the belief systems. To connect with us before the next show, go to our website at www.musicforlife.us for more information. It is my sincere mission to have inspired you with life skills, bucket list items, and featuring music medicine for healthy lifestyles and today's special guest. Till we meet again, notice how you purposefully self-advocate with music to transform your BS.